Hey guys, uh, welcome back to the Forge Podcast. This is Cody, uh, and my wife Noelle is on with us today. Um, I recently read a book called The Gap in the Game. Uh, that was written by Dan Sullivan and Dr. Benjamin Hardy. This was this is a book that kind of floats around the mastermind group that we're a part of called Two Brain Business. There's a lot of gym owners and business owners in that mastermind that often talk about this book. And they'll make kind of um, references to the book when they say that, you know, they're in the gap and um, they're trying to get themselves out of the gap. It's just different conversations and different posts in the Facebook group. So I've seen it going on for long enough that I decided to pull the trigger and take it off an Amazon wish list and order it. And I just finished it um, a few weeks ago. And Noelle, after I had talked to her about some of the principles I, I thought I learned, she'd mentioned that that was a really cool idea and we should talk about it on the podcast and do a podcast about it. So I'm going to hand it off to Noelle for a second and I wanted to ask you, like, what made you feel prompted to to do a podcast on this topic? Yeah, I felt like um, this is getting a lot of buzz in the Two Brain Mentor Group. Um, a lot of business owners are benefiting from the book. I haven't read it myself yet, but Cody's done a really good job kind of explaining it to me, some of the concepts. And um, it's kind of just based on the way that Cody has explained the concept to me, it's highlighted my switch in mindset in the gym when I'm exercising and my mindset in my life. Um, and I think it's really easy, especially after COVID for a lot of people to fall victim to the gap mindset. Um, especially since that set everybody back. So, um, thinking about instead of that gap mindset, switching over to the gain and I'll let Cody kind of explain what that is. Um, but I would like to kind of share how that changed my mindset and how it's benefited my life in a positive way um, and how it could benefit yours as well. Yeah, for sure. I'll explain kind of the idea or my understanding of the idea of the gap in the game. And then maybe you give an example of how you've applied it to like your workouts, for example, or somewhere else in, the, in your life. So the way that I believe Dan Sullivan describes this concept and my understanding is we all have like kind of two mindsets or two points of reference. There's these thought processes that we fall into, right? There's a gap and there's the gain. Uh, the gap would be more of a negative mindset. The gain is more of a positive mindset. So we'll start with the gap first. And the gap is when we t- have the tendency to compare where we're currently at in this moment today. And we compare that to, what we hope to one day accomplish, like what we aspire towards. So if we have, we have a, a goal in front of us that we're pursuing, if we stop and reflect and compare where you're at right now to where you want to be, that can tend to become for some motivating to a degree, but it can also be kind of discouraging because all you're th- looking at is, okay, this is how far I have to go to arrive or to get to, the, to, get to my destination or to reach my goal. Um, and most people, myself included, we tend to fixate on what we have left to accomplish. The idea behind this book and this thought process is to stop using what you have left to accomplish. Stop using the gap as a filter for your success or a barometer for your success to measure it. You'll, you'll never be able to find happiness and feel feel fulfilled if your only measurement for success is how close you are to accomplishing your goal. Um, that doesn't, that doesn't promote happiness or, or positive thinking. Instead, 
the only way that you can actually compare yourself to anything to bring fulfillment or bring happiness or to have an accurate representation of where you're at is to actually use your rearview mirror and look how far you've come already. So when you have this thought process about where you're at in life, looking ahead is kind of discouraging and it can be overwhelming when instead, if you look back at what you've already done and how far you've already come, that tends to promote more happiness, more fulfillment, more motivation to keep going. Um, because the goalpost is always moving. Even if you arrived, you're going, you accomplished a goal. You know, you might, you might feel fulfilled for a minute or an hour or a day or a week, but pretty quickly you're going to set a new goalpost and you're going to get right back to that thought process of, okay, now I've got to accomplish this. And that can, that can be a thief of joy when instead, if you continuously reflect on how far you've come and look back at what you've already accomplished and use that as a gauge for how, how your life's going, that will theoretically promote more positive thinking, um, more happiness, more fulfillment, more joy, more pride and uh, <clears throat> prove to yourself that you've already come a long way. And that would promote you and motivate you to keep going pushing yourself. So Noah, what's an example of um, how you've seen this express itself in your life? I've seen it in two ways. Uh, one that's long-term and one that's short-term. Uh, and I, I use this analogy all the time when I talk to members at our gym and I kind of explain it as I never thought of it as a gap and a gain. I always thought of it as peaks and valleys. Mm -hmm. um, and so like with fitness or with anything in life, um, you're not always going to be at the peak of your life. You're not always going to be accomplishing goals or reaching PRs. Um, there's a lot of work that it takes to get to the top of the peak. Um, and we spend a lot of time in the the valleys and longer than we like, mm -hmm. actually. Yeah, for sure. And depending on your mindset, that can feel like a very long gap, right? Um, and so like if you're constantly looking at the top of the peak and thinking you have this giant mountain to climb, then you're going to get discouraged. Like you said, if you're thinking of it in terms of the gap that you have from where you're at to the top of the peak. Um, but in life, there are more valleys than there are peaks. Um, and being okay with looking back at all of the peaks that you've yeah. uh, climbed over and all the valleys that you drudged through, um, you tend to be more positive and, and proud of yourself for what you've accomplished. And then when you look forward and you, you know, more valleys are coming, but there will be more peaks, you know, that there will be more peaks mm -hmm. versus just seeing the valleys and how big and long they are. Um, and so that's one thing that I explain to my clients almost every week, um, is just simply to get out of that mindset of, Oh, I'm in a valley and the peak is so far away and I'm not going to hit my, my goals for God knows how long and I can't even measure it. And it's just discouraging. Um, instead you always hear the term, um, or the phrase embrace the journey or, and trust the process, right. <laughs> things yeah. like that. And it's, it's, that's like a very simple phrase that doesn't mean a lot to a lot of people because it doesn't give you measurable uh, progress. But instead, if you think of it as the gap versus the gain, well, now it's, okay, well, sure, I've, I've got a little bit of a gap, 
but I am so proud of myself for what I've gained to get to this new valley of my life mm -hmm. that um, now it's it's not something that is daunting anymore. Right. Interesting. Um, and that's like the long term. Yeah, the big picture view. So, sure, it's good to have goals and and set your eyes on the peaks. Um, but you know, when you set off on that journey at the bottom of the mountain and you got to climb that peak, you know that it's going to take work. Yeah, I think something um, to keep in mind is like you said, like goals are important. You have to have goals, and I don't, I don't think the messaging with the book is to not set goals for yourself. What I thought of as you were kind of talking through that idea is. We have to have goals to pursue. I think we get in trouble when we compare our success level to how far we are from our goals. Instead, you don't want to look to goals as a a tool for, for fulfillment or a point of reference for fulfillment and happiness. Your goals are things you're pursuing, but your fulfillment and your happiness comes from what you've already accomplished. Absolutely. And it's really easy to forget to look, turn around and look behind you and see how far, like how many valleys and peaks you've already summited and forget about those. And when you forget about those and you don't give credence to the things you've already done, then you can get stuck in a pit of despair and this sense of it's an impossible journey you're on, but you, you forget how far you've already come. Exactly. Because for some reason, our, our brains only recall the, the hardships that are like the most traumatic. Mm -hmm. And, it's a survival mechanism, right? Right. Which it doesn't remember every single day and every hour of work that you put in yeah. to get to where you're at. And so instead we have this mindset of, well, I should be here. I, I put in all this work. I should be here. You know, and then now we have unrealistic expectations of how quickly we should reach our peaks because of our past. Yeah. Right. Um, and, and, and that's, that's a different frame of mind as well. But um, if you were to hike, Crowder's Mountain, for example, we, we do that for fun. So if you've ever hiked Crowder's, nobody just like forced you to, <laughs> you went out there on your own accord because you wanted to hike a mountain. Right. And so full, full knowing that it's going to be hard. Mm -hmm. Right. Mm -hmm. And so you are typically going to go out there with friends or you're going to listen to a podcast or you're going to do something to keep you entertained because you know that it's going to be a grueling process. Right. But then at the end of the day, you know, you reach the peak with your friends, but the point of hiking is to be able to get out in nature, be with your friends, enjoy the experience, enjoy the process. Because once you get to the top, yeah, it's beautiful. But how long are you going to stay up there before you have to turn around and come back down? Right. That's a good point. Right. And we're not going to just stay at the peak forever. Yeah. And like, that's the end goal. Yeah. You have to come back down. Right. That's real life. Yeah. Um, For sure. And so... Thinking about like when you get to the top, you feel so accomplished. And if you were there with a friend, you got to share that mm -hmm. present moment with somebody. Yeah. And then you're excited to come back down. Cause you're like, oh, I get to spend more time with my friend. We accomplished something and now you get to celebrate yeah. on right. the way down. So you um, don't stay up there. You never get to stay up there. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> That's just not life. You gotta come back down and then you gotta find another mountain to climb because it's fun. Yeah. If you have that mindset. It's, yeah, mindset. Right. <laughs> right. Otherwise, it's not. Um, and it, it, it becomes more fun if you're fitter and, mm -hmm. you know, you yeah. take care of yourself. So you said that you had an experience recently where you were working out and you had that uh, gap in the gain. Multiple occasions. Yeah. <laughs> Actually, I think about my first four years of CrossFit. Uh, I spent a lot of time in my head in the gap during workouts. And CrossFit workouts are like, 
six to 30 minutes long. Like it's not a long time to be in pain. Um, but when you're in it, it feels like an eternity. Um, but you know, like you get halfway, if not close to the end of a workout and your mind starts to play tricks on you and you start to think, I don't know if I can finish this or I'm so tired that I don't know if I can do this. And you start to doubt yourself and your abilities. And then you start to question why you ever started to begin with, because it is so miserable. (laughs) That is gap mindset. Sure. Right. And then, and then it's, well, maybe I'll start to shave reps or maybe I'll, I'll just quit and I'll finish early. Right. And those thoughts start to play in your mind. But if you have that switch from gap to gain, now you start to look back at, I just, I just did all this work and I only have like one or two sets left. Mm -hmm. Right. And now it's, now you start to think, Oh, I'm kind of sad. It's almost over. (laughs) (laughs) You know, I'm kind of sad. It's almost over because I already accomplished all that. And I actually feel stronger. My, my breathing has gotten better. Now you start to think of the positive things that happened in that workout that maybe your form got better. Um, and now it's, I accomplished all these things in the last 10 minutes and there's only two minutes of the workout left. So I'm going to give it my all. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Right. So you have to catch yourself Mm. in the gap and switch that mindset over to gain mindset. And then at the end of it, you feel that sense of accomplishment. Whereas if you just tough it out or you quit early, then you stay in the gap, even if you finish and you don't even get to celebrate that accomplishment because you, your mindset never shifted. Yeah. It's a, it's a decision. It's a decision. And I, <laughs> I had that exact feeling when we dropped into that gym in the mountains and I'm seven in months pregnant, Oh yeah, that was <laughs> seven months pregnant. And I'm like, I am so miserable. Everything hurts. And I'm trying to still keep up with everybody. I'm modifying a little bit, but I, you know, like I got, I probably had two sets of that workout left after like 10 sets in. Yep. Is the rowing and thrusters? Rowing and thrusters. And I'm, I'm like breathing heavy. I'm tired. I'm pregnant. I'm really uncomfortable on the rower. I'm not as strong as I was before getting pregnant. I'm like, oh my gosh, I am so in the gap in my mindset. And then I shift it. I think about, oh my God, I'm seven months pregnant. I'm still working out. I'm still doing thrusters. I'm still rowing. I'm almost done with this workout. And there are people around me that are still not as far along as I am Mm -hmm. in this workout. So I'm crushing it. For sure. (laughs) And then I was like super motivated. I'm like, okay, now I'm going to strategize how to break up my thrusters so that I can still be efficient, fast, and get it done. Yeah, totally. And then I thought about the row instead of, oh my God, now... Cause the row was increasing in distance yeah. <laughs> or calories. And instead of thinking, Oh my gosh, my last set of row is going to be 20 calories. Oh, this is going to take forever. Instead. I thought that's my recovery after my thrusters. Mm-hmm. And then I'm just going to chip away and try to beat the clock. Sure. And then it became fun. And then I was upset that it was over. Yeah. Right. Because I was like, oh, man, I just got my mindset right. Now now it's over. <laughs> yeah, totally. That's a win, though, right? It was totally a win. Yeah. And I felt so good. And, and everybody was giving me a high five and saying how impressed they were that I was 
so yeah. huge and right. still working out. <laughs> and um, when that mindset shifted, it just made me excited to come back the next day and do it again. Yeah. Super proud of you. Yeah. <laughs> so that's kind of like, those are my two thought processes around the gap and the gains, like long-term peaks and valleys and the short term, what you can do in the moment to shift your mindset. Yeah. That's awesome. To feel more accomplished versus setting your sights on huge peaks. You can have little peaks along the way that motivate you and make you love it and enjoy the process and be proud of yourself in the moment because the moment is where we spend our entire lives, not mm. in those peaks. Right. For sure. I think um, a quote you mentioned out of, from the book earlier. So this is a quote out of the book that got your attention. That I think we'll end it with um, the gap makes you a slave to there and here a prison that you're trying to escape from. So that's something to reflect on as you guys go through the rest of your day. Um, something that the author talks about is he and his family will call each other out when they're in the gap, whether it's a dinner or just going through a, day, a daily task. If he, you know, if he loses patience with his, with his son and snaps at him or is frustrated, his son will tell him, you know, Hey, you're in the gap right now. <laughs> and that's just like an immediate trigger to take a step back and reflect on what's important, what they value, um, and how they can control their, their, the way that they approach their environment and their surroundings. And, um, this seems like a powerful tool. So hopefully you guys can utilize it. And if you haven't yet, pick it up, The Gap and the Gain. Um, it was a really good book. I definitely recommend it. I'll, re I'll read it again for sure. And um, yeah. Thank you guys for listening. Have a good day. We'll uh, see you next time. Bye.